of all of World Coffee Conference, what was your favorite thing that happened there or that you attended there? Oh, the species. 100%. The species, the species coffee. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that was easily that was my favorite thing. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Ford Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode one of a brand new series with Yusuf Al Zayed. Yusuf, you are from Saudi Arabia. Lenatai, did I say it right? Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast for the first time. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this amazing opportunity. It's my pleasure. We met recently in India. And so I said to you when we were in India for World Coffee Conference, let's tell everybody about this amazing experience we had together in India. And so yeah. this is us a couple of weeks after India, um, kind of coming together to discuss the theme of this series, which is um, World Coffee Conference and the Indian specialty coffee industry. So over this series, folks, we're going to give you some insight into um, our experience at World Coffee Conference and give you some insight into what it was like to spend time with growers, what it was like to spend time with people from the consuming end of the industry, um, the business owners on the consuming end. There was a lot of real richness there. Um, and before we get started, Yusuf, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do and who you are, et cetera, et cetera. So... As you mentioned, uh, my name is Yusuf Al Zayer. I'm from Saudi, from a city called Katif. That's the eastern province of the country. Uh -huh. And I'm a green coffee importer. I started in 2019 as my first container. I started my research in 2018. I started because I texted a friend of ours and I go, Hey, Pancho, <laughs> you guys still on the coffee farm, right? And he goes, yes. And I go, send me samples. And then, no. Uh, it started like that. <laughs> I felt like coffee was a good place for me to learn about, like, to learn about business from. Yeah. And loved it. And it grew from there. And then it's been a, an amazing journey so far, meeting an amazing people like you, Lee. Thank you, sir. I mean, um, it, it was yeah, really kind of wild. Right. The way yeah. you and I met was kind of very freaky and very strange. Um so Yusuf had been mentioned to me during a during a a, a client consultation meeting um, by one of his friends in Saudi was kind of pitching Mauricio Garcia was pitching to Pancho from a producer in Guatemala, and they happened to ha both know. Yusuf, because Pancho went to university with Yusuf yep. and Mauricio kind of cups with Yusuf in Saudi. And then our friend in India, who I happened to be staying at their farm, were like, you've got to meet Yusuf. And I didn't connect that you were, they were all talking about the same Yusuf. And so, of course. So that Yusuf. Of course, we, we end up meeting at World Coffee Conference and he's like, and Yusuf says, we know people in common, you know, two birds. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're that Yusuf. So, yes, he's that Yusuf. And um, I got to I hang out know. with him and his beautiful wife, Rania. We spent a lot of time together in India. And uh, here we are. So uh, the forces aligned. I write in my Instagram. <laughs> 
go check out his Instagram. It's very funny what his bio says now. <laughs> I'm that Yusuf. Awesome. I'm that Yusuf. Wasn't quite Lisa. Yeah, so um, it, it was it was a really fortuitous uh meeting and clearly Yusuf and I were meant to meet and we got on really, really well. And uh, so here we are talking about India and our experience at India. So we were in India for similar but also different reasons. Um, Yusuf, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone why you were in India? So I was in India. I've been to India a few times. That's because mm -hmm. I imported coffee from India. But this time I was there because I got invited to speak in the Fifth World Coffee Conference. Uh -huh. um, and I spoke in a panel about the cafe business yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh -huh. uh, and that was my side of it, plus visiting a few farms. Yep. Because you buy coffee and import it into India. Yeah, I do import India. coffee from India, from right. South India Coffee Company, actually, and Komal. And Shout out to South friends. India Coffee Co. <laughs> um, and I was there to give a, a give a talk as well, uh, give a workshop. Both of our workshops were very successful and uh, very happy with the way that they went. Um, but why don't it's we? A small numbers, like yeah, what, what small numbers? <laughs> we'll, so, we'll explain that later. Yeah, we will. So, so why don't we tell people what World Coffee Conference is? Go ahead. Okay. Do you want to start with that? Sure. Give a quick, so, um, so World Coffee Conference. I think you'll sound a lot better than me explaining <laughs> it. I'm happy to take this one. So, World Coffee Conference is sort of like the Olympics of coffee trading. So, uh, it's associated with the G20 summit in India. And it is what they do is they bring together 80 nations that are involved in coffee and they bring them together to have closed door sessions as well as open door sessions. They connect it with a lot of conversations, public and private, around coffee trading. In the old days of the quotas where different countries were assigned a certain amount of coffee, this was all done at World Coffee Conference. And every four years, uh, which is why they call it the Olympics of coffee trading, every four years it goes to a different coffee origin country. And this was the first time it was in India or anywhere in Asia actually. So it was a, a really big deal. Um, there was a few hundred thousand people visited the event over the space of four days. So it was a really big deal. It was very well attended and it was very well put together. No, Yusuf, do you agree it was oh, yeah, well put together? I agree. So I, as you said, it's organized by the International Coffee. The Coffee Board of, of India as well Coffee as the International, International the ICO. Coffee yeah. Organ yeah, organization and... Uh, it is well. It was phenomenal to yeah. see all of these. Let's put it this way: like the re, like, uh, like these soldiers behind that cup of coffee and yeah. behind that tree. So the producers and the researchers and everyone that was just putting so much work and effort to get to ensure you that you get an amazing, healthy, sustainable tree were there. Uh, you know. It was crazy. It was packed, a lot of knowledge. It 100%. was very, very heavy with the amount of information that you could receive. Uh, you know, you could 
you can learn a lot from just attending that event. Uh, yeah. It was not as commercialized as the other coffee events that we've attended. Um, but uh, it was more emphasized. It was more focused toward workshops, you know, like yeah. uh, and learning. panels, learning, meet people, uh, meet growers, learn, you know, hear their stories. And it was a... Uh, it was amazing, yeah. Yeah. And we have to shout out the Coffee Board of India because yeah, 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 yeah. the Coffee Board of India, not only did they organize an amazing event, the hospitality that they showed us and the generosity of spirit with which they they showed everybody who was speaking. Right, oh, yeah, Yusuf? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah they, did, they did amazing, you know. Even though they kept saying, "Oh, sorry, it was last minute thing," and I was like, "You guys did amazing, you know." Yeah, Even if they it's really a, did. If it if it was a last minute thing and you did that amazing job, then you know, I will take it, off it, my hat for you. Hundred percent. So shout out to Komal and Dr. Mandapa and yeah. Sneha. Like you guys just looked after us so so well. And yeah, I agree. when it when it came to I mean, me, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, respect to all of them, but that's the three people that, we yeah, dealt 100%. with the most. So, like, yeah. no, nobody can. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no disrespect, but they really took care of everything. I mean, I arrived at the airport and there was a, a welcome party who, you know, showed you everything you needed at the airport. They, they were there the to receive you at the beautiful. airport. It was gorgeous. And yeah. they took photos and arranged uh, transfers and all of that. It, the hospitality was incredible. Um, so, yeah, big, big shout out uh, to the Coffee Board of India. But even so far as like when they asked me to speak, my talk was uh, creating coffee community for – um, for cafes and micro roasteries. And okay. it was, you know, I remember saying uh, to Komal, go on, what are you going to say? How many people attended? <laughs> so I thought like 20 people were going to come to my workshop and Komal laughed at me when I said to her, how many people, like 20? And she's like... Uh, yours was one of the most registered workshops and she's like, we cut it off at 250. On the day though, there was so many more people than 250 that they had to live stream it into a second room. Hundreds and hundreds of people. It was wild. They, they had to close off some of the workshops because people kept registering. Yeah. Like yeah. we were like, wow. Yeah, so I it guess was incredible. people really wanted to learn, you yeah. know. But uh, I think you and I, our highlight was the same. What was your highlight of the whole event? In what sense? What was well? What was of all of World Coffee Conference? What was your favorite thing that happened there, or that you attended there? Oh, the species. 100%. The species, the species coffee. Session. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that was easily that was my favorite thing. Folks, our first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, is now available for you to learn at your own pace for just 50 euros, and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. Yeah, tell everyone get, what that yeah, was. Yeah, especially, 
our table was the loud table yeah. that kept interrupting the panelists. <laughs> well, they wanted the feedback from <laughs> no, us. But before we tell everyone they, they, that, tell everyone what the what the species cupping was. So species cupping was, okay, everybody knows that, you know, the most famous species are Arabica and Robusta uh-huh. or Canafra, like that's mm-hmm. uh, what it is. But then there are so many other species that are not published mm-hmm. well in the media. Um, so we have Liberica, probably it's more common. And then like mm-hmm. Celsius, these two are two common ones. But then you have Stenophyll, like you have Racemosas, you have Eugenides, you have Ipo, you have I mean, what else? Lorena. We tried Lorena yep. Cup, which uh, and we did um, one Indian coffee that was numbered. I don't remember yeah, the number. That numbers, was SNL four nine four five. Something like that. I, I have yeah. it on my phone, but uh, yeah. And so, so it was a cup. Tell people what, it, like, what it, what the whole preface was behind the cupping. So the whole species cupping was. And I, to give an idea that there are a lot more coffees that are climate resistant or they're being studied and researched, but they're more of like the climate resistant. They could be grown in multiple different areas that are out there in the world. We And we could try them because coffee is, you know, um, Arabica specifically is a, is a risky plant, I think, right, Lee? Well, um, so you- the big challenges behind them is Arabica is not going to be climate resistant and it's also yeah. struggling with regards to rust and um, borer beetle Bora. and, and all of that kind of stuff. So people yeah. just assume that Robusta is going to be the thing that saves the day. The problem is the part of the climate crisis is water. And Robusta there's a- water. And not only does it love water, but it has very shallow roots. And so because it has very shallow roots, it's going to require a lot more water. And so uh, if you want some more information on this, you should check out the series with Komal and Akshay from South India Coffee Co. because they spoke about it at length. They just posted um, an Instagram Instagram post about the roots. Yeah, 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 they did. They they really did. So uh, go check that out too. The farm. Yeah, it was insane uh, to see that. So yeah, the species cupping was just something yeah. phenomenal to see all of these coffees tasting differently. Uh, you and know, we, there are some coffees that were growing at sea level, you know, uh, yeah, right in front of the beach and in the, the sandy area. Flavors were amazing. Like these are not yeah. coffees that have been like fucked with with fermentation or anything like that. This is just us getting to taste these coffees in there kind of natural way of being processed. Yeah. Right. Some of them were washed, some of them were natural, but they weren't messed with. From South Sudan, from uh, South Africa. So who was on the panel? Komal, Akshay? No, Komal was the person behind the coffees and 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 Matteo. And Matteo. From Italy. Yeah. Yeah. So Komal and Matteo were giving us the coffees Mm -hmm. and then Dr. Surya Prakash from the coffee board. Uh, we have Akshay. Charles, Akshay, and Dr. Davis. So Charles, Charles Dennison. A, yeah, Charles Dennison is a South African coffee producer. He's yep. growing Grace Mosas. Yep. Um, Akshay is experimenting in the Indian market. So Akshay is from South India Coffee Company, and Dr. Davis, Aaron, Dr. Davis. Aaron Davis. He's from Kew Gardens. 
He I'm is from, yeah, QKEW is the yeah. name of his company. He's doing a bunch of research. research. He's, he's yeah. doing a lot of genetic testing. Um, and there's a lot of really great papers that are about to come out that he's publishing. And so yeah, he's coming on the podcast. He's going to talk a lot about it. He's going to help us understand what the future of coffee is from a scientific perspective and why what we think it is going to be may be very different to what it is. But at this point, we don't have very much time to figure out this puzzle. No. And and the the theme at World Coffee Conference was about sustainability. Yeah. I can't sure. remember exactly what the statement was, but it was about the sustainability of coffee. And there was just so many amazing talks that are about this and you could see People will legitimately there to figure this problem out. And everybody's aware that this is going to be a real problem. I mean, India has one of the oldest research, coffee research centers around the world. Yeah. 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 It's a 98 and- year old. Wow. Wow. So, how much data like they have for the past 98 years? Yeah. Or the well, build or. And they have a very unique green coffee kind of the way that they've set up their agriculture is very unique, which is what we're going to talk about in the next episode, folks. So join us in the next episode uh, for episode two of our five part series. And we're going to kind of deep dive into the green coffee market of India, which is something that Yusuf is an expert at. So we'll see you in the next episode, everyone. (laughs) Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.